Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. Guys, it's Freedom Sunday. And I couldn't be more excited for you. We had so much freedom at the 9 a.m. packed, packed altar. And that's what's gonna happen in this service. I am so excited for it. And first of all, I wanna just honor Pastor Jurgen and Pastor Leanne for building a church, for not being afraid to build a church where we can have a Freedom Sunday, where we can have Freedom Nights. And I just wanna honor our pastors. We love them so much. I wanna honor Pastor Mike and Pastor Katie, the greatest campus pastors ever. And just all the team, all the pastors, all the ministers, and every volunteer, because you are what makes our church so wonderful, every one of you. So, guys, just pat yourself on the back. And, um, but let's get right into it. Uh, I want to pray. So, if you would just lift your hands to heaven, I want you to open your heart right now. And even in this moment, I want you to know that as I'm speaking, God is going to be bringing freedom, even as I preach. And the ministry time is going to be so powerful. But right now, we're readying our heart. So I'm just going to pray for all of us. Father, I just thank you, Lord God, for this Freedom Sunday, Lord. I thank you for this day that you appointed for your sons and daughters to get freedom, Father in heaven. And Holy Spirit, we welcome you. We love you. You, your anointing is what breaks every yoke of bondage. And Holy Spirit, I pray for every heart. I pray that hearts would be hungry, that hearts would be ready to receive healing, freedom today in the house of God. Holy Spirit, anoint every word that comes out of my mouth. I pray that I would just flow with you, Holy Spirit. And I'm just prophesying in the name of Jesus that people are going to walk out free. They're going to walk out with joy, praising and glorifying God. Thank you, Lord, for this morning in Jesus' name. Woo! You may take your seats. Well... Like Pastor Marco said, Rudy and I have been here at Awaken since the very beginning, since the preview services here at Eastlake. And when I walked into Awaken Church, I was, I was so broken in so many areas of my life. I really needed healing. I needed deliverance, and I didn't even know it. But at services like this Freedom Sunday, Freedom Nights, I experienced breakthrough. I experienced freedom, and I'm not the same woman that I was today, and I'm so thankful for that. I, I live free, and I'm just so, so thankful, so, so blessed by God. Um, let's just get into it right away. Colossians 1.13 says, For he has rescued us from the kingdom of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son, who purchased our freedom and forgave our sins. Who purchased our freedom. When Jesus was on the cross, 
He took on all the penalty. He took on all the punishment for our sins. He was paying so that we could be forgiven. He, was, he paid so that we could have eternal life with God. But also, he was purchasing our freedom for us. Praise Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So if Jesus has already done the work, if he's already paid the price, why is it that sometimes we as Christians suffer with depression, anxiety? Why is it that sometimes we have habits and, and some behaviors that we don't even want, but we just can't seem to break? It's because of strongholds of the enemy. That's, these strongholds are just what the word implies. These things have a strong hold on us. They have a strong hold in our mind. But praise God, Jesus came to set the captives free. And, um, you know, when, when we experience, when we are born again, our, our whole spirit is born again. We are three parts. We are soul, spirit, and body. And when we give our lives to Jesus, our spirit is completely made new. We're born again. But in the area of our soul, we still need some regenerating. The area of our soul is our mind, our thoughts, our will, our emotions. And that the Holy Spirit needs to bring some regeneration. We, the Holy Spirit needs to bring healing in those areas. And that's what we're here today for. So the Lord wants to break us free from any strongholds, from any bondage, any oppression from the enemy. And that's the title of this message, Breaking Free. That's what we're going to do today. We're going to break free. Um, so... I want you to know that the only way that the enemy has any authority to come into our life and to bring that oppression and to bring bondage and to create strongholds is through legal rights. And the legal right is by an open door. And what I mean by an open door, sometimes we, we don't even know that we are opening a door to the enemy. So say somebody is involved in witchcraft. That is an open door. Anything that has to do with the occult, if somebody goes to have their palm read, if they participate in seances or divination, all those things are an open door to the enemy. Uh, one day I was um, up on the ministry team and a girl came to, to, to get prayer. And she told me that she had been born again. She had given her life to Jesus. She was going to Balboa campus. Um, but she told me, I, I, before I, I gave my life to God, she said I was heavily involved in witchcraft. And I could see it. I could see the heaviness on her face. She just, there was this hardness um, in her in, in her face and her eyes, they were dark and stuff. And so, and somebody told her, you know what? They, they said, go to Eastlake campus. They do a lot of deliverance there. So I want you to know that we have a reputation, guys. <laughs> and so she asked me for prayer. And first I had her renounce. I told her, you have to renounce the witchcraft. And to renounce means that you just say, I'm done with this. I don't want this in my life. I'm done. So she renounced it. And then I led her in a prayer of repentance. 
and she repented for that. She had to forgive some people in her life, so I led her through that. And then I commanded that demonic spirit of witchcraft to go, and it immediately it left. And I looked at her face, and she looked different. She looked younger. She looked free. Where her face was hardened before, now that now she had this softness about her. And I, I'll never forget her words, and I'll never forget the look on her face. She told me, I feel like all this weight came off of me. That is what deliverance does. That is freedom. And I want to share you, with you what some of these open doors are because we need to know how, that how the enemy can have access into our lives to create strongholds in our mind, to bring that oppression and bondage chains in our life. Um, one of the open doors is sin and especially habitual sin. So if you're involved in sexual sin, in your, if you're involved in pornography, um, even like lying, lying can, can open a door to a lying spirit. And now this spirit is controlling you. Um, another open door is um, something that we may not even do. It's something um, that has happened to us. It could be uh, sexual molestation, like sexual abuse or... Um, any abuse of any kind, even though we may not have done something, it brings defilement. It, and, and that opens a door to the enemy, especially because we're wounded. And so that opens doors to the enemy. Also, generational curses. And that's something that um, is passed down from generation to generation. If someone was involved in a sin, like if your grandfather was an alcoholic, that might be passed on to your father. And now you may be struggling with alcoholism. Those are generational curses. But we are the curse breakers, guys. We break generational curses so that we can live in freedom so that we can experience the life that Jesus paid for us to have. Jesus wants us to live in freedom. He wants us to live a life full of joy and full of peace. He wants, he has a destiny, a plan for us. And until we get free, there's a blockage to that destiny. So that's why we're going to get freedom today. Another uh, open door can be agreements that we make with the enemy. So years ago, I had a, um, uh, an injury to my back, and it was a very traumatic. Trauma is another way that, that um, the enemy gets access. It's an open door. So I, I had uh, this really severe back injury, and I went to the doctor, and um, I was taken by ambulance a few times to the hospital. It was just, it was really bad. So I had an appointment to, ha to see a neurosurgeon for some surgery or whatever it was that, you know, for treatment. And, um, and I was taking a shower, and I bent down to get the soap, and the disc just completely got out of place. And it was excruciating pain. I mean, I've been through childbirth, people. That was nothing. <laughs> it was excruciating pain. And by the time that my husband heard me, and by the time that he came, and he had called the paramedics and stuff, I couldn't speak anymore. I was completely white, just pale. Um, and I... I couldn't even speak anymore. 
And then they took me to the hospital, the nearest hospital, because I was in really bad shape. And they just gave me pain for the medicine. And then I had an MRI. And if anyone's had an MRI, an MRI, they are not fun, okay? You're in this cylinder, and you're closed in there. It's really noisy. And so that added to the trauma. And I remember um, after all this, I was home, and this spirit of fear came into my life. Um, and it was tormenting me day and night. I couldn't sleep, and I could think of nothing else but this fear that had gripped my life. And it was irrational fear. Um, but I, I, the, the enemy had put a thought in my mind of this happened to you, now anything can happen to you. You're not safe. That's what the thought came into my mind. You're not safe. You could go blind. You could go paralyzed. You could get sick and your children, you're not going to be able to take care of your children. All these irrational fears came through that traumatic moment because the enemy will take any time that, we'll, that we're vulnerable and he'll try to speak lies. And I had come into agreement with that lie. I had come into agreement with, I'm not safe anymore. Anything can happen to me. But I called somebody who was a prayer warrior. And even though I didn't know about deliverance and inner healing, any of this stuff at that time, she was a prayer warrior. She prayed for me. And then she gave me Psalm 34.4. And Psalm 34.4 says, um, I prayed to the Lord and he answered me. He freed me from all my fears. And she told me, pray and declare this over yourself. And I began to do that. And even though I didn't, I didn't go with a deliverance minister, I didn't, that, the power of the word of God freed me from that spirit of fear. That's how powerful God's word is. It's alive and active. And, and so I want you to understand all these ways that the enemy can come in. Uh, another way that the enemy can come in is through uh, inner vows. And another time I was here at the altar and a lady came up to me for prayer and she told me my marriage is in trouble. She said, my husband and I keep butting heads. I mean, they were on the brink of divorce. And, um, and so I started asking her questions about her family life, about, about her family. And she told me that when she was uh, a young girl, her dad was a really bad husband. He, uh, he was an adulterer. He was a womanizer. He was an abuser. And her mom never did anything about it. Her mom was too afraid to stand up for herself or to leave him because her mom was afraid that she wouldn't be able to provide for her family. So I remember that she told me that in that moment when she saw all this unfair, um, unfair things going on in her family, she said, I will never be dependent on a man. I will never let a man control me. I will never let a man do anything like this to me. That is an inner vow because it's making a judgment against something and saying, I will never. And the enemy comes in and he's like, okay, I, I got you there. It's an open door. So now, she couldn't come under her husband's leadership. She was always challenging him. And so it was 
breaking them apart. So I told her that. She renounced it. I led her to break that inner vow. And again, just the joy on her face. She finally understood uh, what was happening in her marriage. And now she could change. Now she could do something about it. So there's all these open doors that, that we can open to the enemy, things that we don't even know that we're doing and that are causing us to live in bondage. But, you know, the Bible says in John 8:32, and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. And just like what happened with me, I didn't, I had agreed to a lie and, and that demonic spirit had gotten access to my mind and my thoughts. But when I broke the agreement with that lie, when I came into agreement with the truth of the word of God, I was set free. In Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 through 29, Jesus said, come to me. All you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you, for I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. And Jesus is just so beautiful. Can you see the love in that scripture? Jesus extends an invitation. He says, will you come to me? Will you let me take these heavy burdens that the enemy has placed on you? Will you let me break you free from the yokes of the enemy? And, and I think it's so beautiful because he's such a gentleman. It's an invitation. But the enemy, the devil, he's so evil and so wicked. He doesn't wait for an invitation. He's just looking for any opportunity. He's looking for any open door to come and pounce. And one, First uh, Peter 5.8 says, stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around look, like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. That's the enemy. And John 10.10 says, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. The enemy, the thief, the devil, he wants to destroy our lives. He wants to rob us of our peace. He wants to kill us. He wants to destroy our families. But, but I love this. This is the good part of the scripture. But it says, I have come. Jesus said, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. That's Jesus. Um, so I remember when I was a little girl, um, Whenever I did something that displeased my mom, whenever she got angry about something that I did, she would give me the silent treatment. She would just stop talking to me altogether. And not just, she wouldn't just stop talking to me. It was like she would break the relationship with me. She would ignore me. She wouldn't talk to me. And it was so hurtful and so damaging at that time. And I have to say, I love my mom, and she's a beautiful woman, and we have a really good relationship, and I, I'm sure she didn't know what she was doing. She probably thought, I'm teaching her a lesson. I don't know what she was thinking, but it was so hurtful, and I made an agreement with the enemy. I came into agreement with a lie. I, I thought, okay, in order for the people around me to love me, I have to be perfect, I have to do everything just right, and I have to make sure that I keep everyone around me happy. 
And that's how I lived my life for so many years. And I became a people pleaser. I needed approval from everyone. And I couldn't just be who I was. I was too afraid to be like, I don't want this. I wouldn't say, I don't like this. I would go with the flow, with whatever. But it was because of the rejection that I had gone through. And now I had come into agreement with a lie. And it was a stronghold in my life. And I was living in such a destructive way. And it was exhausting. Can you imagine the stress of just trying to control everything, keep everybody happy? It's impossible. But praise the Lord, when I came into this church, when I came into freedom, that was completely broken off of my life. Yes, praise God. Praise God. So... How do you know if you're under the oppression of the enemy? How would you know if there's bondage in your life? How do you know if there's areas of your life that are locked up and you need freedom? Well, if there's patterns that you keep repeating in your life, if there's habits that you don't want but you you can't seem to break, you like get up and you say, I'm not going to get angry anymore. I'm not going to yell at my kids like this anymore. But then you blow up and you're yelling and cursing. There's a spirit of anger there. How can we, how can we tell there's, there's signs that we are under the oppression of the enemy? Um, addictions. Addictions are a sign that we are under oppression, that there's a yoke, a bondage that the enemy has put on us. If, um, if there's sickness that runs in your family, if your grandmother had diabetes and your mom and you and your siblings, that's probably a generational curse. There's indicators to tell us that there's something going on there that we need to be free from. Um, and one of the big, big things um, that I went through, there was just so much insecurity for so many years of my life. I remember just like when, um, when Rudy and I would get invited to things, I was always just kind of hiding in the back. I, I really had so much insecurity. I had feelings of inferiority. And then if you have feelings of shame, if you have feelings that, that you're dirty or that, that there's just something wrong with you if, if you, if you never feel good about yourself, that is not from God. That is from the enemy. But, you know, the good news, the, the great news is that God has given us authority in the name of Jesus, to break these demonic strongholds. Luke 10, 19, Jesus said, I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. So Jesus is talking to us, to believers, you and me. If we've put our faith in Jesus, we've been born again. Now we have the spirit of God living on the inside of us. And we have authority to come against those strongholds. We have authority to break the, the bondage that is over our lives in the name of Jesus. We can be free. And that is excellent news. That is such, that is such good news. So I want to share with you the steps to getting free from the power of the enemy. The steps 
for breaking free from those strongholds and the bondage and the oppression from the torment. The enemy can bring torment to our minds, but we're going to see such freedom. I'm, I'm prophesying already that everyone that is just taking one step to the, towards the Lord is going to get such freedom today in the house of God. So these are the steps. Number one, submit to God. And to submit to God means that you realize, I've been doing things my way, and they're, they're not working. To submit to God is to surrender your life and to say, I want to be under your leadership, God. I want to do things your way now. And um, James 4, 7 says, submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. That's good news. And number two, repent. And sometimes when people hear the word repent, it has this very heavy connotation over it. Like you feel like, oh my gosh, repent. Is that like I'm, I'm a failure, like I've done something so bad. And it brings feelings of condemnation. But I want to change that for you today. I want you to see that repentance is a beautiful gift from God. Repentance is when we recognize I, I've, I'm doing something. I'm living in a way that's keeping me from God. And now I'm turning to you, God, and I'm saying, I repent. I want to change that. I've believed lies. I've, I've been in agreement with lies. I repent, God. And you know what's so beautiful is that when we repent, we're restored to a right relationship with God. And let me share Acts 3.19. It says, repent then and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out, that times of refreshing may come from the Lord. That's really beautiful. God, he's, he, he wants us to come to him in repentance, not to condemn us, not to, not to point out our flaws and failures and weaknesses. He wants us to repent so that he can bring times of refreshing. Remember, he wants to take those burdens off of us. And number three, forgive. And this is really, really important. When we want freedom, we have to forgive the people who have hurt us. We have to forgive our abuser, the friend who betrayed us, our parents who might have abandoned us, whoever hurt us, we must forgive. Because when we don't forgive, we remain attached to that person, to the abuser. We remain attached to those feelings, to those memories. And they're hurtful. And they still can bring pain. But you know what? When we forgive, we free ourselves. When we forgive, it releases us. And Matthew 7, 2 says, For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. And that's always a sobering thought to me. I don't want to judge so harshly and to continue to have someone in judgment because I want to be forgiven. I don't want to be judged. I want God to forgive me. And remember, with the measure that we use, it's going to be measured to us. So let's make, let's make a decision that we're going to forgive today. No matter the pain that was caused, no matter what happened, we can forgive. We've been forgiven of so much 
And because we've been forgiven, we have the power to forgive. And then number four is cast out. We're going to command the demonic spirits that have been oppressing us, wreaking havoc, bringing destruction. We're going to command the demonic spirits to go in the mighty name of Jesus. And the anointing of the Holy Spirit is here. The presence of God is here. And it's the anointing of the Holy Spirit that breaks every yoke of bondage over our lives. So right now, I'm just going to pray. And we're going to go into a time of ministry. But before that, um, I love that our church always wants to equip us. The ch our church will always give us resources. And if you'll text the word homework to 55525, you're going to get um, some really good resources to help you on this journey to freedom. Because you know what? Today, we're going to get freedom. But it's going to be our responsibility. It's your responsibility to continue in that freedom, to walk in freedom, and to protect that freedom. And I, I, want, I want to tell you before we go into ministry how to protect that freedom. And that's by getting planted and staying planted in the house of God. Listen, don't just come in once in a while. Get planted in the house of God. When we come into the house of God, the Spirit of the Lord is here. And we find community. We find the Word of God teaching like this one that brings freedom to our lives. And then get into a connect group. Because you, you want people that know you, that love you, and that will help walk out with you this journey to freedom. There's, there's incredible connect leaders that want to come alongside of you to help you. And then also get into the Word of God. I said before, John 8, 32, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. The Word of God is the truth. And it's alive and it's active. And the Word of God renews our mind. It brings transformation. Get into a Bible reading plan. There's so many on the Bible apps, you know, on your phone. Just begin reading the Word. If you don't know where to start, we have an incredible book, the Following Jesus book. Ask for one of those books. It's simple and it'll help you. And, and lastly, um, you need the baptism of the Holy Spirit. <coughs> Excuse me one second. There we go. I'm doing a lot of talking. <laughs> but if you don't have the baptism in the Holy Spirit, you really need it. The Holy Spirit is our helper. He's our advocate. The Bible says that he's the spirit of truth that guides us unto all truth. He's the spirit of wisdom and of revelation and understanding. So we need the Holy Spirit in order to live a life that's pleasing to God. On Wednesdays, we always have the ministry team up here, and you can come up and you can say, will you pray for me? I want to receive the Holy Spirit. And also now that you, when you get free, 
You have to resist the devil. Remember, submit yourselves to God. Resist the devil and he'll flee from you. When the enemy comes around and brings temptation, you got to resist. You got to say, no, I've gotten freedom. I'm not that person anymore. If the enemy, if you were bound by unforgiveness and the enemy tries to lie again, bring feelings of hate or anger, you resist. You resist in the name of Jesus and the enemy has to flee from you. And also you might have to change some behaviors. If you used to go partying and do drugs with a group of friends, you can't do that anymore. You have to find a new community, a new group of friends that are going to help you to serve the Lord. Yeah. So now um, we're going to go into a time of ministry and this is going to be a really powerful time where you're going to experience freedom. But before I do that, the first step that I shared with you is about submitting yourself to God and there may be some of you here today that you've never surrendered your life to Jesus there may be some of you who at one point served the Lord but you've gotten away from God but I want to give you an opportunity right now to get right with God because it's the most important thing to getting freedom is first making Jesus your Lord and your Savior. So if all of you would just bow your heads and close your eyes, this is a holy moment. So if there's anybody here, if you haven't received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, if you don't know what would happen to you if you died today and you want to know that you would be going to heaven I want you to raise your hand I don't want anyone to miss out today on the opportunity to know Jesus as Lord if any of you don't have Jesus as your Lord and Savior raise your hand all we're gonna do is pray we're just gonna pray a simple prayer together church let's all pray together say Father, in the name of Jesus, I come to you. I surrender my life to you. Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Thank you that you give me eternal life. Father, thank you that you've made me a son or a daughter. Bring me freedom today. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. So now, I'm going to ask all of us to stand up. And if, what I, if, if I was speaking to you um, at any point of my preach, if you know that you need freedom, and I would just say that 100% of us need freedom at any moment. So if you feel your heart stirring, if, you, if you've been dealing with anger, if you've been dealing with depression, if you never can feel good about yourself, if you've noticed that there are things that keep holding, holding you back, holding you down, I want you to be really brave and I want you to get out of your seat and I want you to fill these altars. I want you to come. I want you to come because just like Pastor Natalie said, if we don't get up and if we don't move towards God, we're gonna stay the same and we don't want that. We wanna be free today, so come.
I'm inviting all of you to come. Jesus is here. He's gonna lift those heavy burdens. We're gonna experience freedom today in the name of Jesus. I'm gonna lead you as we pray. I'm gonna lead you toward those steps. All of us, we've received Jesus as Lord. So now the second step is that we're gonna repent of our sins. We're gonna ask God to forgive us for, for the things that have brought that bondage. So I want you to repeat after me this prayer. And when you repent, you can just in a whisper, just whisper to God that thing that you're repenting of, that thing that you want broken off of your life. So um, church, pray with me. Say, Father, I thank you that Jesus came to undo the works of the enemy. And I thank you for the gift of repentance. Father, I repent of all of my sins. Father, I repent of, and just quietly tell God what you're repenting of. He knows. Thank you, God. Say, Father, I repent of holding on to unforgiveness and anger. I repent of living my life my way instead of your way. And then number two, or number three, step number three, we're gonna forgive. And there's people in our lives that we need to forgive, people that have hurt us. And like I said before, it could be a parent, it could be a friend, it could be your spouse. And sometimes you need to forgive yourself. We've all done things that have brought pain to our lives and pain to the people around us. So let's go ahead. I'm gonna lead you in a prayer to forgive. Say, Father, thank you that your word says that when we confess our sins, you are faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And because I've been forgiven, Lord, I can forgive others. And I forgive the people who have hurt me. And you can say in a whisper, if that's your mom, if it's your dad, if it's your spouse, if you were abandoned by a parent, if there was a divorce, whatever it is that's just say the name of the person. Say, Father, I forgive. And say the name of the person. I release forgiveness to them, Lord. Amen. Amen. And now, this is going to be a really, really powerful time. And I'm going to ask you that you wouldn't pray at this time, that you would just focus on Jesus. Right now, just focus on how much God loves you. He's here to minister to you, okay? And I'm gonna pray and I'm gonna command these demonic spirits to go in the name of Jesus. There's power in His name. You don't pray, just focus on the Lord. There were things when I was preparing this message, there were things that God showed me that He was gonna break off of people today. And one of those things is mental illness. 
If you've been suffering with any mental illness, with depression, with anxiety, if you have paranoia, schizophrenia, bipolar, any of these things, it's going to be broken today in the mighty name of Jesus. Chemical imbalances broken today in the name, mighty name of Jesus. So in Jesus' name, I take authority over all mental illness. I take authority of the demonic spirits that are oppressing the people of God. I bind them. I bind their power and I command them to go in the name of Jesus. Depression, I command you in Jesus' name to loose the people of God. I command all anxiety to go in Jesus' name. Bipolar, schizophrenia, go in the name of Jesus. All chemical imbalances, go in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm going to pray right now for anyone who has had a spirit of unforgiveness, of bitterness. You're going to be set free from that. And you're going to experience new life. You're going to experience joy. So let me pray for that. In the name of Jesus, I come against a spirit of unforgiveness and of bitterness and resentment. And I bind it in Jesus' name. I command bitterness, unforgiveness, resentment to go in the name of Jesus. I command all those demonic spirits that have been operating in the sons and daughters of God to go in Jesus' name. And I'm going to come against a spirit of anger. If you have uncontrolled anger, if you have bursts of anger, you throw things or you yell at your spouse or are even abusive, I'm going to come against a spirit of anger right now. And you just, you just agree. As I pray for you, you just agree. In the name of Jesus, I bind a spirit of anger. I take authority over a spirit of anger and I bind it. I break its power and I command it to go. Spirit of anger, you have to go. In Jesus' name, you have to go. In the mighty name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. And shame. Shame, the enemy wants to bring shame. God never shames us. God brings conviction. He'll say, there's something wrong. You need to change this. But he always comes alongside of us to help us. But the enemy is the one that wants to bring shame, guilt, condemnation. The enemy wants you to never feel good about yourself. He wants you to feel like, like there's something wrong with you. He wants you to feel ashamed. But we're going to come against that demonic spirit right now in Jesus' name. So I take authority over a spirit of shame and I bind it. I bind all shame and I command it to go in the name of Jesus. Shame, you have to go. You have no power and I command you to go in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I thank you that whatever we bind on earth would be bound in heaven. Whatever we loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. I loose the people of God right now from the powers of the enemy, from all oppression. 
I break every generational curse in the mighty name of Jesus. If you know, if you recognize generational curses over your family, like negative thinking, sickness, alcoholism, drug abuse, if you can recognize generational curses, I'm gonna break those off of you right now and you say, I break and you say whatever that curse is. In the name of Jesus, I come against generational curses. By the power of the blood of Jesus that we've been redeemed by, I break every generational curse in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, thank you. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Father, that you make us free this morning, Lord God. Now I'm going to pray for you because those, those things, those demonic spirits have been operating in our lives and they, they've had They've had a place in our, in our thoughts and there's been things that have been in our heart, but we've, we've cleansed that out now. But now we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. We need a fresh infilling. God's gonna fill those spaces where once were occupied by the enemy. So I'm gonna pray for you. If you'll lift up your hands to heaven, I'm gonna pray. Father, I thank you for your love and goodness, Father. Father, pour out your love, Father in heaven, over your people, your sons and daughters right now, Father in heaven. Father, I pray for a fresh, powerful, infilling of the Holy Spirit, God. And those places, Lord, where the enemy occupied before, we we pray the blood of Jesus. We seal those doors for the enemy not to come in anymore. And Father, I pray. I pray for new joy, Lord God. I pray, Father, for healthy minds, healthy thinking, Lord God. I pray, Father, peace over people, Lord God. I pray that people would experience and encounter your love, your goodness like never before, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, receive the Holy Spirit right now. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for what you've done. I declare freedom over your people, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow, what an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already, and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.